This is The Rundown, presented by The Runner Washington. Featuring Alex McIntyre and Kyle Paulson. And now, here is your host, The Runner Washington himself, Keenan Gray. Yes, we're still alive and we're back. It's been a long hiatus, but the Rundown crew is back. We got Alex McIntyre, Kyle Paulson, myself, Keenan Gray of the Runner Washington. We got a great show for you guys today, but just checking in with Alex and Kyle. How are we doing? I'm good. We are coaching. We're putting in work, getting into some workouts. It's a big change since the last time I think we last met. So it's been been really nice to get back into uh, a little bit of training temperatures dropping we got some darker days but it's all good hey that's where the best um, runners come out of they train in those dark times and then get fast times in the springtime kyle how's it going down in the tri-cities for you yeah great windy as always um you know like same as alex it's nice to actually get some real coaching in you know meet with the boys um just kind of weird not having teams in the tri-cities this last weekend since it would have been the state meet of course, yeah. I mean, uh, this past November 9th, it was a year ago today, we had the state meet, a very emotional day probably for a lot of kids. Um, just looking back at what was a very successful state meet last year, lots of new state champions individually and team-wise. It was a great time last year in Pasco, and we hope to get back to Pasco uh, this next fall. But like I said, we got a great show on tap for today. Uh, we are going to be talking about the WIA's decision possibly to make the state meet more of a regional setting um, and that would be divided up into three regionals uh, next we'll talk about the 50 through 41 ranked kids for our boys top cross-country list for 2021 and then our guest today the guest of honor jonas price graduate of eisenhower in 2020 recently is now was part of oklahoma state university's big 12 championship for cross-country couple weeks ago he'll join us here on the rundown we'll talk with him and talk about his experience in his first freshman season with the pokes down in Stillwater uh, but fellas like I said at the beginning regional setup potentially what's going to happen what it's going to set up the setup is going to look like district one and two will be a region district three and four will be another region and district five through nine will be another region looking across the board a lot of the teams that are ranked high might not get a chance to run against some elite schools that are in different districts. So Alex, I'm going to start with you coming from district three and four. What are your thoughts on this potential regional setup? You know, at this point, I'm going to hang on to whatever they give us. Um, you know, obviously disappointed that we're not working towards a state meet. Um, in, in all honesty, I will be happy if we get a regional meet. I will be happy if we get any racing opportunities. Uh, I don't want to sound super pessimistic, but um, this has been a this has been a kind of a roller coaster the last six seven months of not really knowing what's going to happen. So, um, you know, anything that we can get is going to be a blessing, and we'll make the best of it. Uh, I know that all the athletes across the state have been, you know, taking what they can get and and 
literally running with it. So what, whatever we get, we'll, we'll make it into the best of, you know, 2020, 2021. Um, but I think, yeah, you, you can't count on anything, even like a regional meet at this point. And you look at teams that coming into this 2021 season with a lot of top returners coming, I'm thinking like an Arlington boys team who should be arguably the best team in the entire state of Washington won't have an opportunity to win the school's first ever state championship, which is an unfortunate thing because this is a really good team they've put together with Aiden Emerson, uh, Brandon Moore, and Vincent Loftus. And I feel bad for those guys not getting the opportunity for, on the guy side. But from like a girl's perspective, you look at teams like Tahoma and Camas, they're already in the same district. And they're the two of the top better teams in the entire state. So it's already going to feel like a state championship feeling if it is a regional format, uh, at least on the girls' side, for both Tahoma and Camas. Just looking at the top returners, though, top 50 guys coming back in the state of Washington. I've recently just started a list. I'm going to be posting it every other Friday for the most part. Uh, we're starting off with guys. We're going to do that until we're number one, and then we'll head over to the girls' side and start that top 50 list. But we're going to talk about number 41 through number 50 today, and we'll start off with number 50, Ben Connell of West Valley, number 49, Brett Hanley of Newport Bellevue, number 48, Daniel Barna of Columbia River, number 47, Brandon Moore of Arlington, Number 45, Addison Schmee of Kelso. Number 44, Landon Davies of Cascade Leavenworth. Number 43, Ben Sonnelin of Mount Spokane. Number 42, Noah Hasselblad of Eatonville. And then rounding up at number 41, Alex Kiefer of Tahoma. Great kids. And again, this list was not easy to put together. There's a lot of good runners on this list. When you look at this list, Alex, who do you look at the most that could make a big impact and surprise a lot of people this year? Well, first of all, I think that this this portion of the list is really fun to talk about because I think if you ask most people around the state, the top 10 is pretty clear. I think we have a, a good standout 10, um, you know, maybe a little bit of room for debate there closer to the number 10. But a lot of these like 40 through 50 are some younger guys uh, that we haven't seen run in a year. I haven't raced in, in over a year now. Um, so I'm looking at a guy like Ben Sonneland from Mount Spokane. Um, thinking back to when we did our projections back in August, he was somebody that I was considering putting in my, my top seven for three a, um, you know, he, I think he's a solid runner. I think he has a solid program over at Mount Spokane, a great coach who I respect a lot. Um, and he's, you know, just a talented kid. So um, it was, I think he's my standout of that top 10. Uh, I, I think that if he gets an opportunity to race, he probably, um, surprises us, or maybe it's not so much a surprise, um, and and moves up further in that list. So that's that's my favorite of the group. And I totally agree. When you look at what he did this spring and a lot of time trials, the kid threw down a 158 as a freshman. Not a lot of kids can break the two-minute barrier as freshmen, and to be able to do that shows he has a lot of strength, but he also has a lot of speed, and that will definitely carry over going into, I guess, this spring now since cross-country is in 2021. But a guy I look at in this list, and at least in this 10 right here, Addison Schmee, who just transferred from Kalama to Kelso. We're running for the Highlanders this spring. He's a guy that I, I, he's, he hasn't had his breakthrough, but he's a very competitive person. I personally think he's someone that is going to shine. I, I really do. And that's just someone I can see moving up on this list, at least by the end of the year. He's going to be 
around the top 30, top 25 potentially. So like I said, 41 through 50. Next time we have a podcast episode, we'll talk about 31 through 40 and we'll go from there as we move along with our top 50 rankings. Joining us now, Jonas Price of Oklahoma State University, a freshman from Eisenhower in Yakima. He joins us here on the rundown and it's good to be finally chatting with somebody again. Um, it's been a long time and Jonas is one of my favorite guys to talk to. So Jonas, how's it going? Going good. Good. How's, it, how's life now down in Stillwater for you? Um, pretty good. You know, it's very low key with everything going on still. So just living life down here. Talk about the school aspect for yourself and how you adjusted going from high school to college. Um, the adjustment was pretty good, honestly. Like, you know, every, everything went to plan. School was easy because everything's mostly online for us over here. Um, I didn't really have any trouble over here transitioning at all. It was a good process. Um, training and everything was good. So I didn't really have any problems with it. What's the training been like when you first got on campus with these guys? Because these are not, you weren't obviously going to be the number one like you were at Eisenhower, um, but you were going to be in that top pack. So what was it like training for the first couple of weeks? Um, it was pretty good. It was, it's totally different from, from what I've done in high school because there's so many good guys that are always staying up with me and everything. And I just have, I just have the best teammates ever here. They just push me every day, and it was great. Honestly, it's better than I expected it was going to be here, and it's, it's awesome. Like, it's totally different up in my mileage and everything. It was just a good transition. So what's been different um, with the transition to, from high school to college? Um, just more threshold stuff here, honestly. More tempos, more less, less um, mile repeats. We do some of those, but it's just more higher mileage stuff. Just totally different from what my high school training was like. So your first race of the year, Cowboy Jamboree. Any nerves going to that race? It's your first ever 8K you're racing too. Oh, there are so many nerves when I was on the line, especially like just with my team and everything, because they are, they are so focused on beating Iowa State that day. I was just like, I have to be there with them and everything. And it was just so nerve wracking because, yeah, just not running an AK before, it's totally different from what, I've, from what I've ran. You know, going through the 5K, I was like, okay, I'm feeling good. And that last 2K, it's just hurt, 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 especially on our home court our home course here, it's really hard. And it was a very solid, uh, out, um, outstanding run by you did 2453. How'd you feel you did in your very first college race? I thought I did pretty good, you know, just not, not having the experience at all. It was, I thought it went pretty good, you know, just like just the way that it went out and everything. Cause I went on so conservative. I was just not wanting to blow my fumes and just die the whole race. I went out pretty conservative and I was, I was just happy with it. You know, happy. was there a little urge though to get out front because you're so used to being out front when you were back home? Oh, uh, I mean like just a little bit, but I would, I knew how to play it smart because once you just get to college, it's all about running it smart and not hard all the time. So, and then of course, Oklahoma state invitational, which I mean, you, you're practically running all your races in Oklahoma, essentially. Yeah. What was that race? Like it wasn't, um, probably your best performance, but you still managed to run 25 minutes for an 8K. Um, honestly, I felt more nervous for that race because of just how stacked the field was. Lining up with BYU and NAU and Colorado, who ran unattached there, um, it was so nervous because we were trying to, you know, just show people that we're a good team again. We're not 
we just had a, a flaw year last year. So it was just so nervous just being on the line with all those good teams, you know. And like going into it, I was just like, yeah, I just need to do what I did last time. But I ended up going out harder than I was the last race. And it kind of put a toll on me in the end, which is probably why I ran a little bit slower. But overall, like just like team performance, it was it was awesome. And you actually got to race against an old Washington runner himself, John Dreschel, ran as unattached in that race. Did you get yeah. to interact with him a little bit? Oh, I saw him at the end of the race. I saw him at the end of the race, and I was just like, I have never talked to John Dressel before. I just went up to him. I said hi and everything, but that was it. I was just like, it was cool to see just another kid from Washington there. Did he even have an idea as who you were? I don't even think he did. No, probably not. <laughs> um, but also in that field, too, you got Luis Gralva from Northern Arizona and Connor Mance from BYU. You talked about it. You're racing against some of the best distance runners in the entire country interacting with those guys what was that like in racing against them all right dude it's just just trying to stay with them in the front pack they are just a different level than what i'm at right now it's just crazy how good they are and like i went over to i like rewatched the race and everything because um one of our top guys um isai rodriguez was with them to like the last k and i was just like how does this man lose because because whenever I train with Isai, he's always on top of everything. He's he's very fluent in his form and everything. And I just wanted to walk, and I just can't believe it. Our coach even sent us uh, Connor Mance's um, training log, and it's crazy what he can do. In six days, he ran like 120 miles, I think, which is just crazy. This is amazing just to see what these guys can do and how they can just hold out in a race. It's awesome. And these are guys you grew up watching in high school was it kind of like a little star struck to you in a sense of like wow i'm actually racing against some celebrities right now oh yeah you know just growing like even last year just like watching them race and everything like luis and connor mance and just a few of all all those others especially john dressel i've grown up knowing him ever since i was in middle school and i started getting into running john dressel was the name that i knew just because how good he was and everything so it's just yeah i think i was really starstruck Jonas Price of Oklahoma State University is joining us here on the rundown. You and both John have broke the 15 barrier. So that to be in a to be in a class like that, what does that feel like? Um, feels pretty good, you know. It's just like it honestly doesn't really matter anymore when you get to college, but it, it is a good it is a good thing to see. It's like just how how far you can go. But yeah. And then a couple uh about 13 days, two day, two weeks later, Big 12 championship. So how did that work out for you to be able to participate with your team? Was it everybody on the varsity team that day, or was it like top 10? It was a it was top 10 of us on the team. And I went in there as our sixth guy. And so, yeah, just going into that race, it was just our top 10 guys just getting ready and everything. Obviously, Oklahoma State has had really good success in the past as a big 12 team, especially at the conference championship, any nerves going into that race specifically since you were in that top seven? Um, no, I felt really calm going into it. Just knowing that like my team was going to just going to perform the way they always do. Um, I actually ended up getting beat by two of our other guys. So I became our eighth guy, but I was, I was happy with how they performed with everyone. It was a good day. So. For sure. And two of your freshman teammates 
finished in the top 10. What have they, what has Victor and Ryan impressed you so much this year? Um, yeah, Victor and Ryan, they are totally different. Ryan uh, Shoppy was my training partner for like when I got here because my coach, um, he wanted to keep us in like separate pods because of COVID and everything. So I would always train with Ryan and um, he's just, he's amazing. Very hard worker, very talented. Cause he, I can just tell he can, he has a lot more left in him because he's only been running, I think he's only been running like 50 miles this past cross country season per week. So he's got a lot of room for improvement. And then Victor, very, very quiet guy, but very talented, very smooth very quick and this it's awesome how they performed that day and you yourself had an enormous pr what felt good that day oh the pr i didn't even know i pr until like 20 minutes after the race because during the race i wasn't feeling my best you know just i was honestly just going through the motion some of it like last 2k i think i actually started to move up a little bit but it was the team win the team win was the best part especially how we won on a tie. And, like, I know people have said, like, I saw in the stride report saying, like, why don't they use a six-man and everything. But, I mean, like, still a win. Just ex excited that it happened. And especially you take down a team like Iowa State, who had a lot of individuals finishing that top ten. So, definitely your guys' uh, middle pack made up some ground since they had, I think, five all five guys finishing the top ten or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, but you yourself, 24-29, that's a great, great finish to, I guess you call it a cross-country season, yeah. even though cross-country is going to be in March. What was your biggest takeaway from these three races? Mm, patience. It's patience. Just like, it's just how you got to, it's the, the greatest takeaway is just being patient in these races because it's just so hard just to not blow up at all especially when they take it out super hard. So this is all I got really take away from it. It's just like you got to really strategize these races more than just going out and racing how I usually did them back in high school. And how much patience did you have to find out before you guys won the Big 12 championship knowing it was a tie? Oh, my gosh. Right when we finished, I think so – I, I forget. Some of my teammates that came up and watched, actually – came up to us and they're, they're just like, it's a tie, it's a tie. We may have lost. I was just like, what do you mean it's a tie? It's never really a tie. I was just like thinking like it was a six man rule and everything. So I was just waiting. And then our, our um, head coach, Dave Smith came over and he's just like, oh, we won. Not even knowing like what the official like, like standing is, he, he can, he did like all of this stuff in his head. It's like with the five man rule, like the, the battling, I think it was called. And then, yeah. It was just very nerve-wracking for me. Other than the Big 12 championship this year, what has been the biggest highlight this, so far for your career? Oh, biggest highlight? Maybe possibly when you guys beat BYU? Yeah, I probably – yeah, I would agree with that, honestly. But BYU didn't have one of their guys in their top seven. So, I mean, like, yeah, it was a good day for us to win. But just showing that BYU has more to offer – you're sounding like a Clemson football fan now saying that they lost because Trevor Lawrence didn't play against Notre Dame. Hey, don't take that for granted. You guys took down the defending national champions, and, and that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, Jonas, we got something from Alex right here. He's got a question for you. Alex, take it away. 
Jonas, I love the way you're talking about your team. It's getting me super fired up. We've been kind of missing a little bit about that the the last few months. You know, the a lot of teams aren't aren't getting to meet right now. Um, so tell tell me a little bit about where that's coming from. Do you think it's just the personalities of the people you're training with? Is there some great culture that's built by coaches? A little bit of both. What's going on? Um, I think it is a bit of both. Um, it's just everyone here is just super nice, very social. And just, just the coaches are very, 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 um, very, um, I guess, not intrigued, into, into their athletes. Like, every day they check in on us, see if we're doing good, just getting to know us more. Like, I came into OSU this year, like, really nervous just because I didn't really know anybody that much. Like, on my visit, I met a few people, but not as well. But I just really good like even after practices and sometimes we spend at least two hours just talking chatting with each other it's just a good atmosphere here and honestly feel like i made the right choice coming here just how it is have you been able also to interact with the women's team too i know there's also another washington stud on that team and taylor Rowe from lake stevens how cool is it to see her finish second in that women's race in the big 12 championship oh yeah she's she is from last year to this year she's made such a breakout season and it's pretty awesome to see somebody that's i've seen like race in washington do so well here it's just amazing either way it's still cool to see as what able she was accomplished winning that uh or not winning excuse me finishing second in the big 12 championship um jonas final thing before we let you go here um what are you looking forward to the most coming this spring and actually finally getting some, like maybe actual cross country season, or perhaps maybe there's gonna be an indoor track season. Cause I don't know how the big 12 works with that. Um, I'm looking forward to probably to holding nationals here. It's like, I'm going to try to get on that team. I'm only one spot away. So go for it all with all of it. And it's just going to be a good atmosphere here for, for nationals here. It's gonna be awesome. Hey Jonas, we're all proud of you accomplishing what you're doing. Uh, Congratulations on that Big 12 championship for the Pokes and for you as well. Uh, it's been fun watching you over the couple, last couple of years, and now you're pursuing even greater things now at the collegiate level. So thanks, Jonas, for coming on, and best of luck, Jonas. Thank you so much for having me. See you guys. Yeah, for sure, Jonas. That was Jonas Price, Eisenhower graduate, now at Oklahoma State University as a freshman, another class act kid who goes on to prove people that He's so much more capable than what he's ever. So your thoughts on this? I, I just love talking with these kind of rock star athletes. Um, you know, those of you who are listening, probably mostly high school athletes, just try to pick out those little, you know, golden nuggets that you hear from athletes like Jonas. Uh, today for me, it's, it's team, right? He's inspired by his team. He goes to battle with his team. Um, so, you know, kind of think to yourself a little bit, what are you, what are you doing for your team right now? Um, this is not an individual sport. It never has been right. So, so what are you doing? Um, you know, like Jonas price, you know, we heard the same thing, um, from our other, uh, athletes that were on the show as well. So pick out those things and then just figure out what, am, what am I going to do to be this, be, you know, or to, to perform this way? I think it's, it's really cool. Kyle yourself have seen Jonas race in person a lot. For all four years of his high school career, especially down in the Yakima Tri Cities area, uh, what have what has impressed you so far? What he's accomplished as a collegiate athlete? 
Yeah, it's absolutely phenomenal um, what he's doing there just as a freshman, you know, placing top on his team and, you know, just overcoming a lot of adversity that he's had to go through just to get to that point. I mean, he was one of that senior class that had their senior track season canceled. So, you know, really proud of him representing not only his school, Eisenhower, Oklahoma State, but the state of Washington. It's fantastic. Final thoughts. Alex, I'll start with you. Regionals, do you think it's going to happen? Got to be optimistic. We're going we're gonna to work like it's going to happen, and we are um, not going to be surprised if it doesn't, right? So um, regardless, I think that the athletes endure, right? That's kind of what we do. So we're, I think these athletes are going to get through it. They're going to make the best of it. If there's an opportunity to perform at a regional level, awesome. If not, we keep moving forward. Kyle, thoughts on top 50 lists? Is this going to be a new thing possibly for the next couple of weeks? Hey, I'm really excited about it. It's great to see, you know, how, where kids fit in at the moment. You know, it's a lot of fun to make these lists, and it'll be great to see how everything kind of shakes out once the season gets going. So it's a lot of fun. I'm really happy all the work you're putting into doing that. Going to wrap it up for us today here on The Rundown. For Alex McIntyre, Kyle Paulson, myself, Keenan Gray, thank you for tuning in to The Rundown, presented by The Runner Washington. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. We look forward to having you here real soon. Hey there, this is Marcus Dixon, five-time state champion from White River High School and alumni of BYU. You've been listening to The Rundown, presented by The Runner Washington. For up-to-date information on all the high school cost country and track and field here in Washington, visit the website at www.therunnerwa.com and follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.